It's Christmas Countdown Week 2022. Welcome to the special Worshipful Podcast of Roaring Light, combining the staff of New Source One Michiana with Roaring Light Radio's great Christian independent artist music. My name is Keith Thews, your host for this Worshipful Christmas podcast of scriptures from Sylvia Stark, the program director for New Source One Michiana, and great Christian Christmas music from Roaring Light Radio. I am definitely on fire for this one. This is something that we have not done yet. Having a worshipful, full worship podcast like this one for Christmas. And we're also going to be posting in the podcast toward the end my annual Christmas message for 2022. If you haven't listened to it yet on Michiana 101 up there or on Roaring Light Radio, it'll play through the end of the week and into Christmas. And then all of the music that's on Roaring Light Radio will return back to normal on Monday or Tuesday of next week. So get ready for some very great scripture readings, get ready for great timely Christmas music, timeless hymns, and share this around with your friends and family, especially those who are homebound, because we don't want anybody let out or left out for this Christmas season and the joyous news of Christ is born. Hard to believe it is Christmas on Sunday this year, Christmas Eve on Saturday. So in our next segment, before we begin, I want to go ahead and talk to you about the winter weather that is coming up. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit stoptextsstoprex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the special Worshipful Podcast for Christmas 2022. This is Roaring Light. And before we begin our worship celebration with scripture readings from Sylvia Stark and my annual Christmas message and great timeless Christmas tunes, I need to address the weather situation that is forecast to happen this week. Please keep watch on New Source One Michiana and Roaring Light Radio for the latest in weather happenings for both Michiana, Michigan, Indiana, as well as the Mid-South down here in the Savannah, Tennessee, Adamsville, Tennessee area. Uh, We have a major Arctic blast that is going to be impacting this area on uh, late week, 
Thursday into Friday. Uh, temperatures down here with wind chills could be uh, definitely lower than 10 degrees, wind chills below zero. Uh, some forecasts down here in Tennessee are calling for negative 5, maybe even negative 10 in spots. So please do what you have to do down here in the south to protect your property and keep those pipes from freezing. Get them wrapped. Uh, get some heat in there. Uh, make sure that your faucets are definitely dripping um, or running at a trickle so that you don't have any of those pipes uh, that go bad. Uh, for our folks up in Michiana, uh, please definitely keep listening to uh, Heightcast Weather, uh, Devin Height, uh, for his weather podcast and the stuff that's coming up there on News Source 1 Michiana. Um, it's very important that you be aware uh, because there is a pretty good storm system also that's going to be affecting you this week. Um, with some significant snow possibilities and definite cold uh, forecast according to Stubby's Weather Center indicates that uh, northern Indiana, Michigan could have its coldest Christmas since 1985. And so you need to be aware. So please uh, keep track on both News Source 1 Michiana and Roaring Light Radio of the latest on this cold blast. Um also, um, please make sure that the homeless um, get to the nearest shelters um, because they won't do very well in these cold and frigid temperatures. And uh, so just please, please keep careful watch over the weather this week. Uh, we don't want anybody to be impacted in, in the travel situation. And now when we come back, we will begin Christmas Celebration 2022.
nature see and heaven and heaven and nature see joy to the world the savior reigns let men their songs implore our fields and floods rocks hills and plains repeat the sounding joy repeat the sounding joy us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his sho- so- shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. We are into Advent season, season, and we reflect and we wait the arrival of our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who is, who was, and who is yet to come. As you participate in Advent, if you participate in Advent, remember, Jesus is coming. We are waiting for his arrival. Take care and have a wonderful day. through the Jesus story. Hear the words of the Lord, Luke 1, 29 through 30. 
but she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And so at this point, Mary is trying to figure out what is going on. Mary and Joseph are virgins, and all of a sudden, she is favored with the Lord inside of her. And so she starts getting greatly troubled at what is being said to her. And, and so at this point, we don't know how Mary feels, but she's greatly troubled. And the angel Gabriel tells her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And so he, at this point, is alarming her, letting her know that she is going to have a son, and his name will be Jesus. And so there's a lot of feelings going on here. You hear Mary, but you don't hear Joseph's side of the story. And so as we journey through Luke 1, this Advent season, and in, in Luke 2, you will see what happens. How does Mary feel when she's told that she has found favor with God? There's a lot from this few verses that we looked at. Go back and hear the words of the Lord. Luke 1, 26 through 30. In the sixth month, Nadir Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And it came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And so the angel is reassuring Mary that she should not be afraid. Later on, you will hear more to the story and what is happening. Do we know Joseph's side of the story? We don't know what Joseph's feeling yet. The angel has only appeared to Mary. Mary is shocked. She's probably afraid because all of a sudden she has a baby inside of her. But she's a virgin. And Joseph is there. But the angel has not appeared to Joseph yet in this outcome. Stay tuned as you hear more of the birth of Jesus. Take care and have a wonderful day. It came upon the midnight clear That glorious song of old From angels bending near the earth To touch their harps of gold Peace on the earth, goodwill from heaven's all gracious King, the world in solemn stillness.
Continue on our Advent journey. Today we will look at Luke 1, 31-32 and Luke 1, 34-36. And behold, you will conceive in your womb, and you will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give you him the throne of his father David. And Mary said to the angel, how will this be, since I am virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your wife Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. Here we see that... The angel is telling Mary that her son will be called Jesus. And Mary is questioning this when she asks, how will this be since I am a virgin? So she's trying to figure out how can she pregnant with Jesus if she's a virgin. And the angel responds to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the child will be called Holy, the Son of God. But at the same time, her relative Elizabeth is also pregnant, in which she gave birth to Zechariah. You see, we have Mary, who is probably terrified, shocked, and she's questioning who it is. Sometimes we question God on what he wants us to be. Jesus get questioned too. But how would you react? Would you react the same way that Mary did? When she's trying to figure out how it's possible for her to be conceived at Jesus when she was a virgin. But the Lord is with her. The Holy Spirit was with her. 
And so then they have not yet appeared to Joseph yet. Joseph has is not aware of the situation. The angel has only appeared to Mary. Mary has not told Joseph what's happening. If you were Mary, how would you feel if you were virgin all of a sudden you're pregnant with baby Jesus? The story continues on in the next few days as we venture along. Here is the beginning of the story that we've been talking about. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man who names Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call him Jesus. He will be great and be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. So we are hearing the story of the angel Gabriel coming to Mary and telling Mary that she is pregnant with Jesus. Mary, at this point, is probably terrified. She's afraid. She doesn't know what's going on. And so today, at least she starts questioning Angel, how is possible since she's virgin? Mind you, Joseph has not been told yet that Mary is pregnant. Eventually, we will find out Joseph's reaction to this. For now, think about the season of Advent as we anticipate the arrival of our Lord Jesus Christ. Take care and have a wonderful day. Oh, come, holy, faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Glory.
Misery Journey through the Advent series. Here is the next selection of verses. Today we'll be looking at Luke 1, verses 38 through 56. And it says, And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. In those days, Mary rose and went with haste into the hill country and to a town in Judea. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby weeped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she claimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is it granted to me that the mother of my Lord shall come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God and in my Savior. For he has looked on the humble state of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will be called blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength in his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of the hearts. He has brought down the mighty from the thrones, exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, and members of his mercy, spoke to our fathers, Abraham, to offspring forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her home. So now we see Mary's song when she finds out that Zachariah and Elizabeth are expecting two. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she said, Bless the young women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And so Joseph still does not know that Mary is pregnant. Nothing is said about that yet. Hopefully it will be showing up here soon. As we're finishing up, what has happened here? There's a lot that has happened and the spectre of Jesus who is coming. The Advent story mainly is about the birth of Jesus. But there's a whole section that is looked over. And that is the birth of John the Baptist. John the Baptist was the child who Elizabeth was carrying. Who was the cousin of Jesus. To know more about the story of John the Baptist... You can continue reading on in Luke 1, verses 57 through verse 80 to see and hear the story of John the Baptist. How, why John the Baptist is not included in the Advent series is it's news to me. I did not know that they were not going to cover John the Baptist's story. And so as you're thinking about what it means to wait... Sometimes scriptures will hold off, will pull apart from a significant part of a chapter to make us ponder what's going to happen next. 
And so we will be jumping into Luke chapter 2 here soon as we continue on this story of the birth of Jesus. There's a lot that has happened once the first part. So we see in the first part of Luke 1, which we've been looking at, Luke 1, 20, 26, Luke 36, it is where an indicator has appeared to Mary is telling her that she is going to be born a child, but she's a virgin, so she gets afraid and terrified because she is carrying the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the same time, Elizabeth, who is her cousin, is also expectant with John the Baptist, who is a cousin of Jesus. But his story is not mentioned in the Advent reading, but it's something to be aware of. How are the two connected? The birth of Jesus first, and then they go into the birth of John the Baptist, and then they move into chapter 2, which is the birth, the physical birth of Jesus Christ. And so, their translation is different. Every birth of Jesus Christ starts with Luke 1. Luke 2. Luke 1 has the birth of Jesus foretold of how the angel told Mary that she was going to have a baby, Zacharias and Elizabeth, but Joseph has no clue what's happening yet. The angel has not visited him. And so why has the angel not visited Joseph? The angel visits Joseph at some point, and there is... A twisted nature that happens with at that time. Mary and Joseph's reactions are totally different. How when Mary how does Mary tell her friends that she's expectant when she's married? She's expectant. They're not married yet. They both were virgins, but Mary is pregnant. With the Holy Spirit. It's pregnant with Jesus. Elizabeth is pregnant with the Holy Spirit. So one wonder. Why do we not hear about Joseph's side of the story. And they tell the birth of Jesus. And they talk about Mary. And it's all about Mary. How Mary. So not to be afraid. God has found favor with her. And then it goes to where. Mary starts visiting Elizabeth. And so. That's when so the John the Baptist, who is in Elizabeth, knows that the spirit is there because they start jumping for joy. So there's a lot that goes on in between. The time Mary is known about Jesus, Joseph does not know yet. And then they skip a whole entire scene in the Advent story where the birth of John the Baptist is foretold. And then... They have in there where his dad is prophesying, sighing, blesses the Lord God of Israel for he has visited and redeemed his people in the house of David. And so the people have been redeemed. And then later on, we will jump into the actual story of birth of Jesus and how that foretold it. If you get a chance to want to read the whole fulfillment of the Jesus story, 
you can kick off your reading with Luke chapter 1, verse 26, going all the way, 26, Luke 1, verse 26, through 56, and also Luke 2, 1 through 21. But it's the Jesus story. Hope you get a chance to kick back this holiday season as we anticipate the arrival of our Lord Jesus Christ. Advent is a time of waiting and preparation. And you look at joy, hope, peace, love, what that looks like as a body of believers. As well as how it relates to the correlation of the birth of Jesus. As well as the birth of John the Baptist who is often skipped over in most Advents. If you're not ready for the walk with Christ, hope you engage and find ways to know that he is with you. He's with you through always. He's with you all the time, whether we believe or not. The joy that is coming in a few short days is a joy that we're all missing and needing. Take care and have a wonderful day.
Join me as we continue our Advent series reading. Today, we look at Luke 2, verses 1 through 5. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world shall be registered. This was the first registration when Aquarius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered to each his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to see of David, which is called Bethlehem, because of he was ha- was of the house and language of David, to be registered with Mary, he bethrothed, who was with the child. This is part of the story where we hear about Joseph. Joseph has yet has not seen the angel. He does not know that Mary is with child. So he's heading up to be registered. And Joseph is from Galilee, and so he's heading to Bethlehem because he is part of the language of David. And he has a register with Mary, but also with the child she is carrying. And so at this point, you hear Mary's story. Mary has her song. She sees Elizabeth. Elizabeth is pregnant with John the Baptist, who is Jesus' cousin. And so, once Elizabeth, once Mary enters the room, John the Baptist starts kicking at uh, Elizabeth's stomach, which he had to know the Holy Spirit was there. So they're cousins. And so they're going up to register. And whether or not we don't see why they don't mention Joseph's story in here at all before now, who knows. But as the story continues on, what you hear about, there is more stuff that's happening. And so are we going to hear about Joseph or are they leaving that part out? We've been spending quite a few days looking at Luke 1, where it starts off with the story of how Jesus was being born. And we start off with Luke 1, 20, Luke 1, 27, Luke 1, 27. 
26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And so the beginning of the Jesus story, Gabriel has, a, has appeared to Mary and telling Mary that she is with child and that God has found favor with her, but Joseph has not known this yet. The angel tells Mary she's not to be afraid. How would you feel if you were told by an angel that you were pregnant with the Lord Jesus Christ? She questions the angel Gabriel by saying, how will this be since I am a virgin? Which has heard the angel's response is, the spirit will be upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born is to be called Holy Son of God. Which she also finds out that Elizabeth is also conceiving a son who is name will be John. And then they skip over a few verses and they go directly into when Mary visits Elizabeth. The baby that's Elizabeth whom is John leaves with joy. Did they know that Jesus was there? And then we go into a song of Mary where she praises the Lord Jesus Christ. And then they go into, they skip a whole entire section of the birth of Jesus. John the Baptist gets skipped entirely for this advent. The whole thing. And so they just skip that entirely for who knows what. And so then we caught up to today to where they are now being registered. But it appears that Gabriel has not attended, has not appeared to Joseph yet. Joseph does not know that Mary was expectant with the baby of the Holy Spirit. He's not know. And so eventually the story goes on, which you will hear the coming weeks until we get to the end of what's happening. There's a lot that has happened in this story. There's a lot going on. What we know is that Jesus is being born. He's coming. This Advent season is about waiting patiently for the Lord Jesus Christ. And depending on if you follow the traditional Advent, you learn about hope, peace, love, and joy. And different church congregations will break that down to different ideas of how to look at that. It's a time where we think of others as we wait for the Lord Jesus Christ. And so a lot of time churches will have five pilar candles that are lit each week where a family or such reads a reading, and that reading correlates to one of the candles. Or there will be an activity scene, and there's no baby Jesus not in the activity scene. But on Christmas Day, he eventually makes his way to the activity scene. As you hear bits and pieces of the Christmas story, there's a lot of unknowns. How did the Holy Spirit who is God, entrust his life into Mary, body, who is a virgin, also Joseph is a virgin. And so, how did that happen? We don't know how that happened. And so, of course, you're going to be terrified. You're going to be petrified because, oh, there's no way I could be pregnant. I'm a virgin. We still don't know Joseph's story yet. So eventually, will we know Joseph's side of the story? We will know Joseph's side of the story. If you're familiar with the Christmas story, there's a lot happening in that Christmas story. 
from Jesus being born to Gabriel showing up to Mary first. Why does he appear to Mary first, not Joseph first? We also don't know. Like you're, They usually don't talk about the birth of John the Baptist, which is a critical part of the story. Did Elizabeth's baby know that the Holy Spirit was there at that time? We don't know. But based on the reading, we can think that, yes, he did know because the baby would, was leaping for joy in the womb as soon as Mary entered. And so stay tuned as we go more into the Jesus story and how it transpires, transpires to who we are now. So continue on this Advent season, thinking of ways that you can pause for Lord Jesus Christ. Take care and have a wonderful day. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths, 
and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there was shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Here we see in Luke that Mary has just gave birth to our Lord and Savior. And the shepherds were out in the field watching their flock by night. And so he's born in a manger because there's no place for him in the inn. And before this, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that everyone had to go to be registered in their hometown. And so Joseph had to travel to Bethlehem to get registered per Caesar Augustus. So now we're getting into the birth of Jesus Christ. We looked previously at um, Nader Gaber had appeared to Mary and told her she was going to be born with the Lord Jesus, born with child, and she's not to be afraid. But Mary and Joseph were still virgins. We also know that the angel in Luke's account has not appeared to Joseph yet to tell him that Mary was expectant. We don't know that yet. And that's just in Luke's account. Different gospel writers each had different accounts of what happened. So we don't know yet that if Gabriel will appear to Joseph yet. We don't know what has happened. But in other accounts of the gospel, the angel Gabriel has appeared to Joseph by now. And so we don't hear about that yet. Or in Luke's account. Also, we learned that Mary visited Elizabeth. Elizabeth was expected with John the Baptist at this time. And so soon as Mary entered the room, John the Baptist leaped with joy. The baby started kicking. His name is John. Kicking. And so that time, did John the Baptist know that Mary was carrying his cousin, the Lord Jesus Christ? And then we go into Mary's song, that she's praising him and she's going to follow servant. And then Luke skips, in the series, skips the whole section about the birth of John the Baptist. And that leads us up to this week, to where they're traveling to be registered in the hometown because Caesar Augustus said that they needed to be registered. And so at this point, Jesus is now being born. He is staying in the manger because there is no room for them in the end. So as each, the story transpires, by the end of Advent series, there is going to be a wonderful, miraculous switch. We know that Jesus is born. And so nobody has been there yet. Nobody has seen. No, Jesus was born yet. And so nobody has not. The angel has not appeared to everybody. And so we are up to the point now where we know that Mary has given birth to a firstborn son who is Jesus. But they have not told anybody yet. So nobody knows this. And so the story goes on. Do we think about everybody who does not know that the Lord Jesus was born? How is the, the city or town going to feel when they find out that Mary and Joseph were, Mary was carrying a child, but she was a virgin, Joseph was a virgin. And they were 
we're not for sure if they were engaged yet. They didn't say they were engaged. They was not married yet. They were both clearly virgins. And so, how would the Holy Spirit be able to enter Mary's body and give her this birth we've been waiting for? There's a lot of unknowns that's happening up to now. The one question that I always wonder, in Luke's account, while I'm going through this Advent reading, there is never any verses where it specifically tells about John the Baptist's birth. Whether he was not significant enough to be part of the Christmas story, I don't know. But the each day, there are different readings that go with it. And so sometimes we need to take a step back and figure out what's happening. If nobody knows yet that Jesus is born, who is going to arrive there first? Would it be the shepherds? Is it going to be the wise men? Is it going to be the animals? Are we going to find out? In Luke's account, has an angel told Joseph? And so it's also, you can compare versions of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, where they all are different gospels, but they all tell a different story of the same thing. Each one has their own accounts happened, and they each leave specific details. So sometimes you have to go back and read what Matthew, John, and Mark are saying to fully understand. So there, even though we're looking at Luke's account, Mark, Matthew, Mark, and John are going to say something totally different. Stay tuned as we carry on to see what's going to happen in the X, the X, the next coming days of the story. For now, I leave you with the question, who is going to be the first person to arrive? Will we ever hear in Luke's account whether he appeared to Joseph and his reaction? Take care and have a wonderful day.
Jesus, must leap on the hay. Join me as you hear the final reading of the Advent Scripture. We will be looking at Luke 2, chapter 1, verse 26, through Luke 2, verse 21. And it says, In the sixth month, Elizabeth's pregnancy. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went with to her and said, Greetings, you are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be, and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and his reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His free kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born <coughs> will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her own age. And she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the God, Lord's servant. Mary answered, May your word be be to me be fulfilled. Then Ada left her. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in a hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. Why am I so confavored that the mother of my Lord shall come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. <clears throat> for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now all from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in his uttermost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from the thrones, has lifted up the humble. He has filled the angry, the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. We're going to stop right there. That is Luke 1, verses 26 through 55. Here... The, Mar the angel Gabriel has uh, appeared to Mary, telling her that she is going to be carrying Jesus. 
At this point, Joseph has yet known about this. It is also revealed to her that her cousin Elizabeth will also, her relative Elizabeth will also be given birth to a son who later will be called John the Baptist. When Mary enters the room, Elizabeth's baby in her room leaps for joy. Could it be that her baby knew that the Holy Spirit was upon them? We don't know, but the baby who will be John was greeted with joy. Then, after Mary visits Elizabeth, we hear her song that she is glorifying the Lord as she has finally realized that she is with the Holy Spirit. We will move on. Luke 1, 57. When it is time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy, and they shared her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, No, he is to be called John. They said to her, There is no one among your relatives who has that name. And they made signs to his father and found to find out that what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet, and to everyone's astonishment, he wrote, His name is John. Immediately his mouth was opened, and the tongue set fire, and he began to speak, praising God. All the neighbors were filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were talking about these things. Everyone who heard this wondered what about it, asking, What then is the child going to be? For the Lord's hand was with him. His father, Zechariah, was filled with Holy Spirit and prophesied, Praise be to God, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as as he said through his holy prophet a long ago. Salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors, to remember his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to rescue us, from the hand of our enemies, and to enable us to serve him without fear and holiness and righteousness before him all of our days. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give him his people the knowledge of salvation, through, through the forgiveness of our their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, of which rising rising sun who will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness in shadow of death to guide our feet into the path of peace and the child grew and become strong in spirit and he lived in the wilderness until he prepared public seeds for israel so this is that the story of the gospel the birth of john the baptist which an original advent reading was skipped over why don't know. They went directly into the birth of Jesus. Here we see that Elizabeth was to give birth to her son, and his name was to be John. But people were thought he was to name Zechariah, but Elizabeth said, no, his name is to be John. But no one had that name. And so eventually... Once Zechariah was given a writing tablet, he wrote John. So he was called John the Baptist. 
was a Holy Spirit there at that time too. It's amazing what the Holy Spirit can do when he's prompted, when he followed the Holy Spirit, what he's going to do. Following that, you hear Zechariah's song where he's praising God because God has come to his people and redeemed them. John came to redeem the world, as it appears. And he was praising God because he was showing mercy to his ancestors and they are to remember his holy covenant. The oath he swore to our father Abraham to rescue us from the hand of our enemies. <coughs> He's me. Their child, John the Baptist, was to be called a prophet of the Most High. And he was to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. Now we're up to the modern day version of the birth of Jesus. Here, the birth of Jesus. Luke 2. Verses 1 through 21. In those days, a Caesar Augustus issued a decree that the census should be taken in the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. Everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth to Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for a baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the field nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the, the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that this will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and earth. Peace to those who whom his flavor rests. The angels had left them and had gone into heaven. The angels said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord had told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what he had told them about his, this child. And all those who those heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pounded them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying, praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which they just had just been told. On eighth day, when it was time to circumcise a child, he was named Jesus. The name of the angel has given him before he conceived. And so that concludes the whole entire Christmas story. We start off where the angel Gabriel appears to Mary, telling her that she is going to be to give birth to Jesus, which to, to her knowledge, she is shocked. She probably terrified because of this. And we do not know. Luke does not give the account of what Joseph was talking about. In the other accounts, other gospels, Matthew, Mark, and John, one of them gives account of Joseph's story. Joseph was told by an angel 
that he was going to give birth to a son, but they were virgin. He don't, but I don't think he believed it. He was terrified, but eventually he came through and he secretly was going to divorce her because of what had happened. And so each Catholic gospel tells the story in a different way. In the original Advent story, they skip over the birth of John the Baptist and jump directly into the birth of Jesus. That becomes a significant piece that we don't know nothing about until you get done reading the whole Advent reading. You have Mary's song, is Mary's song where she's glorifying the Lord for her spirit rejoices in God who is her Savior. For he has been mindful and humble state of his servant. For now all generations will call me blessed. <clears throat> and so she's responding <clears throat> responding to what the angel Gabriel has told her. And then they jump into John the Baptist story. And Zechariah is prophesying, Praise be to God the Father Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. And then we end the Advent reading with the birth of Jesus. Particularly, the Advent that I've been following is from my home church, the Salvation Army, where they have put together a whole, skipped, a whole 25 days of Advent reading. And they, too, do not have the John the Baptist story in the original reading. That is significant to know why is that not included in the original Advent reading, but it's included in the overall Advent story at the very end. Zechariah is prophesizing, is prophesizing, pray be to God, why Mary is glorifying the Lord. And so Jesus being born was a miracle as Mary and Joseph were virgins. Elizabeth and Zechariah were old in age, but they were also giving birth to John the Baptist. There's a lot of the Advent story that is a mystery. Why does Luke not tell the account of Joseph what his reaction was? His reaction was he was not, he wanted to sickly divorce her because she was a virgin. So that meant in their eyes that Mary would have cheated on Joseph back in the day. And so we have a lot going on here. So as you're if you as you go over and you dive into the Advent reading of Luke one, verses twenty six through Luke two, chapter two, verse twenty one, you hear all sorts of accounts of the different stories of what's happening. And so there's a lot that happens in Advent reading. During Advent, we take the time to pause and remember who Jesus was. We remember. We anticipate that he's coming. This Advent, this last Sunday, would have been the birth story of Jesus being told and Jesus being born next week. Depending on how you, your tradition of Advent and how you look at it, there's a lot happening here. We have the Mary story, who's giving birth to Jesus. We do, Luke does not tell you how Joseph felt. You have Elizabeth, who's also born with John. And we have his birth story, and then Zachariah's response to that. So this Advent season, if you want to know more about 
the story. Just pull out your Bible, reread the Christmas story, the Advent story, which I've been talking about, Luke 1, verse 26, through Luke 2, chapter 2, through verses 21. And you can see what's happening. Luke puts it set up in a unique way. There's a lot happening here, but you also need to compare that to Matthew, Mark, and John and see how their story is similar but yet different. Hope you enjoy this Advent reading that I have been sharing with you guys leading up to the birth of Jesus. Hope you take in the different reflections that different people have said about what's happening here. And Merry Christmas. Have a happy new year and continue on with celebrating the next few days of Christmas leading up to the birth of our Lord and Savior. Take care and have a wonderful day. Hello folks. Merry Christmas 2022. My name is Keith Thu, station manager for New Source One, Michiana, Michiana Music Radio, and Roaring Light Radio. And this is the annual Christmas message for this year. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth and void, and darkness fell upon the face of the deep. And as the scripture continues in the book of Genesis, at the very beginning of the Bible and the Old Testament, God said, let there be light. And there was light, and it was good. Think about those words, let there be light. And it was good. In 1968, astronauts Borman, Lovell, and Anders read that famous passage and more from the beginning of the book of Genesis to the world. And looking down upon a lifeless, foreboding moon from about 60 to 80 some miles above orbiting on Christmas Eve, 1968. You know, in these last few weeks after Thanksgiving, we have been treated to a similar look in high definition of the moon, including a very interesting historic, I will say, photograph of the Earth and the moon from 268,000 miles away from the Earth showing both the Earth and the Moon, about 40,000 or 38,000 miles away from the Moon, from the Orion capsule that was doing its special, unique orbit that far out. And you know, it was a journey of this big NASA craft. It was a journey of Apollo 8. And it was even a bigger, stronger journey that Mary and Joseph had to take in very rough conditions, rough terrain. Could have been in the spring, could have been in the winter. They could have been attacked. They could have been, you know, have problems. But God was there. 
and kept that couple and that little baby in the womb safe. God's holy child. And the Lord brought that wonderful gift to the world. And he was protected and announced by angels to the shepherds who came and followed and also to the wise men. came several days later to see and bring gifts. You know, this Christmas is special. Each Christmas is special. It needs to be honored and needs to be celebrated. I know that there may be some of you who for your denomination or branch of the Christian faith don't feel that it's necessary to celebrate this day or to just celebrate it on one particular day. One person I've known thought we're celebrating pagans. And that's not the case. We're celebrating the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, our living Savior, our hope, our eternal shelter, our eternal gift. And as I say to everyone, please, if, if you have not accepted this gift, please do so this Christmas or any day, accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior because it'll be the best gift in your life that you will want to accept. And you know, people make mistakes, they fall behind and they need to be forgiven. Seek that forgiveness. It'll be the biggest thing you will need and God will say I forgive God is love he reaches out his arms for you and he'll give you that eternal life what a wonderful gift that never stops all there for you and it came in a little baby I want to say Merry Christmas to all of you and from all of our staff of our great program director Sylvia Stark, Rick Rogers who has been back with us in recent days managing the membership of New Source One Michiana. I want to thank our former participants this year, uh, Billy Marks as well as John Schaefer who for quite some time served as my right-hand man this year and left the station back on the 4th of July. It's a sad loss, and hopefully he'll come back. 
I also want to thank Rachel Kleckner for her great podcast that she has done with New Source One Michiana. Um, and also to our newest person, Devin Height from Heightcast Weather Community, uh, who is serving as our meteorologist now for New Source One Michiana. Welcome on board. And from us to you again, Merry Christmas, stay safe, stay warm. It's going to be cold, very cold, snowy in Indiana, very cold in the Tennessee area this week. So from us to you, Merry Christmas, and our programming will be returning back to normal operations here on December 26th and December 27th, sometime in that frame on both Roaring Light Radio and Michiana Music Radio WMMR. Guys, back to the Christmas tunes or back to our next segment here on the Roaring Light Podcast.